Support for this episode comes from PCG Digital. As a business owner, you want to surround yourself with people who can help you achieve your goals. When it comes to digital marketing, that's what PCG Digital does best. If you want a true partner, helping connect your message to more customers, then you need to reach out to PCG Digital. Maximize your marketing dollars with PCG Digital. Go to pcgdigital.com for more information. And don't forget to mention the You're In Charge podcast. One of the best pieces of advice I ever got from a mentor was around this idea of getting in your own way. I, uh, at that time, I was not happy with my progress. I was working on a project. Uh, my team wasn't being very successful and it wasn't happening fast enough for me. And I started blaming everything else but me. <laughs> my mentor sat me down and called me on that. And he said, you're getting in your own way. He didn't quite understand what he meant. He said, but you're, you're in your head projecting what's going on. You're projecting scenarios that may or may not ever happen. And it's stopping you from just committing to the process because you're worried that it's not happening. You're looking at everybody else's judgment instead of you just focusing on what you need. And that evolved over time. Um, being hyper aware of myself as a leader to try not to get in front of my team's way. And I was not always successful um, with good intentions. Trying to help them solve the problems was really not what I should be doing. I needed to train them to solve the problems. And it took me a long time to get to the point where I understood my job is to hire great people, train them and then get out of their way. So that's what I want to talk to you about today. I want to talk to you about getting out of your own way for your progress. And then if you're leading teams, leading projects, how do you get out of the way of your team so your team can be just as successful? So let's dive into today's episode of You're In Charge, Now What? And let's get out of our own way. All right, well, welcome back. Thank you so much uh, for joining me. I know I took a few weeks off. Uh, part of that is why I'm talking to you about this uh, conversation right now. Um, you know, a lot of people always share the good things and, and they share wonderful things online and it's like a highlight reel and everybody's successful and everybody's doing a good job. And, and, and very few people really are sharing what's really going on behind the scenes when you're trying to build something, trying to lead something, what those struggles are. And, and that's part of what I want to do today um, because it, it's real. I mean, I've been leading teams for many, many years, run a couple businesses, you know, this podcast I've been doing for, probably it's going to be almost getting on to two years. And, you know, a lot of people have um, said it's great. I, I was so appreciative of all the people who reached out during the time off to ask, where is the podcast? Where are the new episodes? I love your podcast. It's one of my favorites. And that made me feel good because during that time near the end, right before the, the, the uh, break, I was losing focus on why I was doing it. I was worried about subscribers. I was worried about downloads. I was worried about comments. I was so involved with what other people were saying. And I started comparing myself to other podcasts and saying, why am I not growing faster than they are? I should be doing something. If everybody likes this, why is it? And I was in my head again, just like my mentor said in the introduction, get out of your head. You're starting to compare yourself to other people without knowing the true reality of what's going on. And so, you know, my, my, 
feedback to everybody on this, when you're, when you're doubting your progress or it's not happening enough, take a moment to say, well, where am I getting this information from? I'm not getting it fast enough for what? I'm not making progress according to who? We have a tendency to look at what we're doing online or other people we're following online and we're comparing ourselves to them. But remember, as great as social media is, social media is media, which means it's advertising. So everybody wants to advertise how great their life is. Very few people are sharing the struggles. And if they do, maybe it's a meme or a motivational or they're doing it for some other reason. But the point is we are comparing ourselves to what we see online. We don't know the full story. And the reason I'm saying that is I know certain people. I, I do uh, marketing for a living and I still catch myself comparing myself, wondering what's going on, getting in my head because I see things online. But here's the key. I know some of the stories, some of the reality behind some of those images and what's going on. And I know that that's not the whole story or that what they're putting out or they're on social media, they're on clubhouse, they're at conferences, telling everybody how great they are and spouting all of these things. I know the reality because I hear what's going on. I hear what happens when they're working with their teams. I hear the things that oh, well, don't share that out there. Don't say that. And that's okay. As I said, that's their journey. It has nothing to do with me. What I'm saying to you is don't fall prey to comparing yourselves to others who are online unless you know the whole story. If you know the whole story, then you have more data points to compare. But if you're just going to take in what someone says online and compare it to compare yourself to them and say, I'm not moving as fast as they are. I should be further along. I'm not great. And then you stop your progress on the plan that you've put in to place for yourself. That's a danger. So there's a couple guests that were in early episodes and, and I'd love you to go back. I'll put them in the show notes, but you know, Niku Loesch, who was a, is a physical trainer, uh, helps people with their achieve their their health goals and she said remember you didn't gain 20 pounds in in two weeks and you're not going to lose 20 pounds in two weeks and if you try to lose 20 pounds in two weeks it's not going to be a healthy way uh to do that and more importantly you cannot maintain that and that was something that was very important is you know whatever your process is whatever your pace is for your goals to achieve where you want to go that's yours but it has to fit into your lifestyle and be able to do it over and over and over again. We have a tendency to, again, as I said, listen to social people. Somebody says, I wake up at this time in the morning and you need to wake up at this time in the morning because you're going to achieve. And you're thinking, well, my life doesn't do that. For example, myself, I'm not waking up at five, four, three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, my health, I don't function well. Now I'm an early bird. Literally, I can wake up at 5.15 or 5.30 and I'm ready to go. But also I have kids that I have to cook breakfast for and I have to help them get help my wife and I get them ready for school. And there's other things to do. There's the dog, right? So this idea of like, I'm going to take all these hours just for myself. That's okay if that's your life. 
But a lot of people compare that and say, I'm not, I, I'm never going to be successful because I don't wake up at this time and do this. Do you. Another great guest, uh, Frank Lopes wrote a book, Seven Minute Setup. He talks about goals. Where do I want to be in seven years? Then what do I have to do over the next seven months to move towards that? What do I have to do over the next seven weeks to move me closer to my seven month goals? What do I have to do over the next seven days to move me towards the seven weeks? You see how that works. But by pacing that out and writing all that out, the key is you got to commit to it. A lot of us have plans. A lot of us have strategies, but we let these outside influences get into our head and then we get in our own way of executing on what we know or think we know is going to help us achieve our goals because it's based on fragmented data. We're based on what we see on our phones and believe all these claims. And you just have to say, I'm going to do me. Now, another guest, Dan Moore, had a great TED talk and we talked about it on the show. Is your why a lie? Meaning why you're doing all these things a lie. And sometimes why you're not achieving what you want to do is because you're doing it for other people. You're doing it for people's attention. You're doing it for, you know, people to like you. And that's really not what you're trying to do. So very similar to me getting back on track with the podcast, I needed to take a break to reconnect to why did I start this was to be able to help those who find themselves in charge of a team or project, even a business. And they say, now what, now what do I do? And they're looking around for help. And so weekly, we're going to be here with our guests to help provide strategies and tips so people can build skills, especially if they're in a place where they're not getting help from their leaders. So let's talk about that, pivot over to the second piece that I was talking about, about being a great leader of your team. Uh, one of the best, and Dan Moore always would say that, uh, he said it on the show twice. He's been on the show twice. You know, a goal, the role of a leader is to remove obstacles from your team so they can be successful. And it took me a long time to really understand uh, what he was talking about. I mean, once he said it, I knew, but Probably about four or five years ago, it finally dawned on me. My job is to hire great people, train them for what I want to do and get out of their way. If I'm getting in there, right, getting in their way by doing their job or helping them just to make sure we arrive at our destination, we, we get this project done on time, that's not really helping them figure out what they need to do. They're, you're not building those skills. You're getting in their way, even if it's with good intention. You're just diving in, trying to solve things, help move things along. But that's frustrating, especially if you're getting in between that manager and their team. Another thing that uh, gets in the way is not being clear about what your terminology is, meaning when you're saying things like, we need to work harder, we have to work faster. Um, you guys are not putting in the effort. You're, you, you know, that manager's lazy. That doesn't mean anything. We've talked about it. I've said it multiple times. Actions cause results. So if I'm not getting the results I want, we have to look at the actions. It's not emotional. It's what are we doing? So either they know what they're supposed to do or they don't. And I have to figure out why I, my job is then to go in and coach. So with that example of a manager in their team, if I come in from the outside and I just start working with their team to fix them in my mind or bump up the numbers and fix. Well, that manager is not involved in that. 
there's resentment. Why are you working with my team? Why are you not helping me? What you should be doing is going in and working with that manager. They're your team. Those frontline people is their team. So you need to see how they coach, what they're doing during the day. Is there something that's preventing them from executing on these tasks? And if you hear yourself saying, well, I've told this manager to do this, well, shame on you then. You're not the good manager. It's not them. It's you, because either you weren't clear on what your expectations were, or you are really not holding them accountable and coaching them to success. You're telling them what to do without showing them. They're not clear. And you're just coming in and saying, well, see here, now I got to fix this. Now everyone's frustrated. You're frustrated. They're frustrated. And the poor frontline people are looking at both of you and going, who am I supposed to listen to? So again, a lot of times that's with good intentions. I want to come in and help the team. I'm here to help you. But if you're not working through the right chain of command, you're doing more harm than good. You're getting in the way of the success of that leader of the team because you're doing their job instead of coaching them to do their job and helping them become better. So if I'm going to work with a frontline person, me, coming in, I'm going to do that because I think I can show them something great. I should have that manager right next to me. And I should first explain to them, hey, I just want to show you something new I was doing over here. Here's what it is. But you're involving them, right? Your job is not to block them. Your job is to move them side by side to be right with you. So again, getting out of the way of your own self, your own progress, just build your plan stick to your plan, make sure you're, you're, you're measuring your own progress. And then again, surround yourself with good friends that can give you some feedback, pick you up when you're having doubts, but don't compare yourself to people online, what you see on social media, uh, unless you know the full story. Because I will tell you, a majority of it is just the glitz, the glamour, the highlight reel, and you don't see what's going on behind. And then when your team, if you're in charge of a team, your job is to get out there and work with your team. If you're above them, so again, in our example, if you're the regional manager coming into that, you need to work with who's on your team, which is that manager. Don't get in their way by working directly with their team unless you have them right next to you, uh, showing them what you're doing, and then you watching what they're doing because now you're fixing, you're adjusting, you're coaching, you're developing. You're just not telling somebody what to do and then pushing them out of the way and going to do it just to make yourself feel better and flex your manager muscles. So I hope you found value in that. I really do appreciate your time. So, hey, I'm excited. The new uh, group of uh, episodes are going to be coming out. So weekly, we're going to do this now once a week. We're going to have some guests coming in that are going to, again, address the topics that you as leaders uh, are going to need some help with maybe. Uh, so again, if you're in charge of marketing, we're going to bring in some people to talk about what people are missing in marketing and how to break down the silos between departments. If you're a presenter or any leader could uh, improve their communication skills. Well, I have a New York City prosecutor who's going to come in and talk about how to communicate, get your point across, because that's what they had to do in a courtroom. Plus, we're going to be talking about sales. We're going to talk about leadership. We're going to talk about hiring, all these different topics. I'm finding the best guests having great conversations so that you get different strategies and tips to help you become better. So I want to thank our sponsor, PCG Digital. Appreciate your support. 
Thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you found value from the conversation, please remember to leave us a review, share it out with others, and don't forget to subscribe. And as I say at the end of every episode, remember you're in charge for a reason. Keep asking questions, keep learning. We'll be back next week on You're In Charge Now What? with another fantastic guest and lessons to help you become the leader you want to be. Until then, I hope you have a phenomenal week and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.